24 minutes past the hour. Happy to welcome back to the Sunrise Morning Show, Father Frank Donio from the Catholic Apostolate Center. Good morning, Father Frank. Good morning, Anna. So we're continuing our series on Called to the Joy of Love, the National Pastoral Framework for Marriage and Family Life Ministry. That Listeners, if you want to read the full framework, you can find it on the U.S. Bishop's website. And there is a lot in here about accompaniment for, for various circumstances because there are families in all stages of development and there are a lot of different situations that require different approaches to accompanying them to to the to the lord so uh we talked about marriage prep the last time we were together father a lot of times um that's where accompaniment ends right (laughs) but yes how important are those first years of marriage from a pastoral standpoint critically critically important there are times where when i've been presiding at, at marriages and uh, you know, I, I will reference all the people who are there. People make these choices of, of all these special people in their lives. And, and we say, well, they're there to support the couple. And the wedding day ends and there's support. Usually it's more the immediate family, but sometimes, you know, families are distant from one another. The extended family is not close by. And there is this need on the part of of the church for us uh, for the parish community to be be present but there's one other thing and i say this to couples in marriage preparation and it's said right here in this document christian couples should be reminded to draw upon the grace of the sacrament of matrimony in times of need Mm. it's a sacrament and we we put often the t- focus on the Eucharist and the graces received in the Eucharist or in sacrament of penance and reconciliation. But what about baptism, confirmation, marriage? We, we, we need the one to, and dones, to, so to the, speak. Yes, really. And, and, and to be able to say, no, here, there's grace here, the grace, special grace from Christ for the married couple, which is a a tremendous thing, but we, we need to cooperate with that grace. Mm. The couple needs to cooperate with that grace. You know, it is the only sacrament where the person presiding, the priest or the, the deacon, um, is not the one doing the sacrament, if you will. Mm. He's the official witness. It's the couple in their exchange of vows. He confirms in the name of the church what they have just proclaimed, but they're they're the uh, matter of the sacrament and the form are those vows that are exchanged. And that that makes the sacrament. That's our teaching. And so for the good of the couple and for the procreation of children, as church teaches, the, the sacrament of marriage really needs to be focused on it, not only in that preparation, but in those, especially in those first few years. So what sort of, uh, shall we say, continuing education, if you will, do they recommend for couples in, in their first couple of years of marriage? Well, they really think uh, there, that there should be more in the way of almost how we have these kind of pre-Cana programs, that there be some kind of post-Cana. Oh. (laughs) And, and, you know, okay, so throw a program at it. All right, maybe not the best way, but what are some of the resources that we can give? 
how uh, are couples, and sometimes there are in marriage preparation, there are mentor couples. How do they continue to walk with the with the couple? I've said to couples in marriage preparation, I'm sure many other priests have as well, and deacons who have said, you know, it doesn't just end, this relationship doesn't just end with the marriage ceremony. And so feel free to call on us. But it, it is also on the on the couple to build some of those relationships, especially with other Catholic couples. I mean, when you were newly married, I'm going to flip the dynamic here a little bit. When you were newly married, what kind of supports did you have? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we benefited from the fact that uh, the 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 priest who who led us through marriage prep was one of our best friends. So yeah. we still were able to be connected with him, to be connected with with friends and family who uh, who want and 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 were aware of the need to support new couples. You know, it's interesting that you bring up, uh, you know, like this post-Cana idea and programs. I mean, this might be the, the the only time that a couple might have this opportunity. I was thinking, man, that would have been nice because like a year later I had a kid and exactly. and then yes. all of a sudden I have no time to go to any kind of program. It, exactly. And so that that it, it is a it it does make sense. There is that possibility. And many of my brother priests I I know would be more than willing to to be together with couples, but they also don't want to force that on them. So yeah. some kind of way forward, uh, the, the church and diocese and parishes really do need to f- find some way forward to walk with couples, deepening their relationship with the Lord and with one another as they prepare f- for children. Mm-hmm. To yeah, come into their lives. Which is such an important thing, isn't it? Uh, this document talks about, quote unquote, conjugal chastity, which is a very churchy sounding churchy phrase yes. here. Father, yes. what is that and why is that so important in the early well, years of marriage? Really focusing, and it's not just simply the out, some type of, of intercourse outside of marriage, let's say. No, the, but it's also things like pornography. Mm. Um, I've seen couples that just the devastating effects of that on couples and, uh, and it's now not just men, it's, there's also women as well. And this is unfortunate, you know, or the, the situations of, of how are we open, opening ourselves to, to life or are we trying to control that in, in means that are, that are not morally acceptable. And so this this is all included in that in in the way in which uh in, in which the couples giving over to oneself in the fullest way possible is uh is open to the possibility of of children but also for the good of the couple so father i want to give you an opportunity as we close out our conversation today to talk to anyone who is in those early years of marriage what what kind of general advice would you first offer to to a couple that you meet pray so two types of communication pray so communication with god regularly together and also good communication with one another. 
it, it, especially after after the the children start to come, the communication becomes primarily about the children, and not necessarily as much, at least in my experience in counseling couples, and not as much about what's going on in the relationship. And not in a, in a strange way, but but communicating with one another and building ways of communicating with one another that are both verbal and nonverbal. So it's a both end. It's the communication with God individually and particularly as a couple, but also the communication with each other and deepening that because that will help them to deepen the sac uh, the in the life in the sacrament of marriage to cooperate. And that with includes that also worshiping together. Yeah. We're oh, going absolutely. to Mass in the sacraments. So important. We've been talking to Father Frank Donio. You can find the Catholic Apostolate Center linked at sunrisemorningshow.com. Father, thank you so much. Thank you and God bless. You too, Father. Thanks.